0: SunCast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. SunCast is also brought to you by Trina Solar.
1: We built a network through friendship, and it is incredible the way that women can help each other when you have a true goal. Help another woman.
0: Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is SunCast. Each week... I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Today is episode 121, and it's Tactical Tuesday again, a short-form conversation with subject matter experts designed to give you practical tools, tips, and advice for building your solar career or business. Look, a lot of you out there have a desire to help the industry beyond just your day job, and you are movers and shakers. That's one of the reasons you listen to Suncast. Today's guest is just like you, incapable of sitting by when she sees a need or an opportunity, and she's a self-starter. You know, when my friend and longtime Suncast listener, Patricia Tato, told me that she was going to organize all the women in the Mexico renewable industry, I knew it would grow to be something important. Today, we're going to have a look at how that spark of initiative has grown into a beacon of light for women all across Latin America. You can find more Tactical Tuesdays just like this, about bifacial and perk modules, flow batteries, and much more over at mysuncast.com. And while you're there, join our mailing list or check out the Suncast Tribe, where you can be part of our inner circle of Solar Warriors and trusted advisors. Click on the member button to learn more. But for now, get ready to tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, as we tune in to another powerful conversation here on SunCast. Hey Warriors, before we get into Patty's episode, I wanted to let you know that I'll be down in Miami at the Caribbean Renewable Energy Conference next week, the 7th to the 9th of November, and I'd love to see you there. This is one of the best conferences available to learn about how to do business in the Caribbean and really to meet the people who are actually making it happen. It's a veritable who's who of the market. If you still haven't registered, you can still get a 15% discount by using the code SUNCAST at checkout. I've linked to it on the homepage at mysuncast.com, and I hope to see you there. Now, on with today's show. Today on Suncast, and this Tactical Tuesday, we're going to talk with someone who is at the heart of not just power, but empowerment. A friend and a solar warrior Working on the true work that needs to be done in our world as well as in the energy industry. We've got Patricia Tato, partner and director of Mexico for ATA Renewables, but also the founding president of MIRM. MERM, in its English, would be translated Women in Renewable Energy in Mexico, but it's Las Mujeres en Energía Renovable en Mexico. We're going to hear about how MERM was created, why it is important, and how. For the last few years, it has been having an impact not just on the energy industry, but in a broader sense, very, very uh, tangibly on world uh, politics. For the better part of the last decade, Patricia has been working in renewables. She's a lawyer by training, solar warrior at heart, and she's a true leader in renewables in Latin America. Patti, I'm stoked to have you on Suncast today.
1: Nico, thank you very much for this invitation. Me and my friends from ARM are very happy to be with you at this uh, super program that we, we really like. We've been partners of SunCast in the beginning. We've been listening to you. We appreciate very much the work that you've been doing with all these Solar Warriors and all these valuable people that you've been presenting. Thank you so much for bringing the, the idea of the association and the concept to your SunCast.
0: Absolutely. I had the pleasure of going to an exclusive breakfast it's now about nine months ago in mexico city and it was at that moment that i realized that i had as a you will know, say typical male in the energy industry <laughs> built a rather large network mainly of other men in the industry while acknowledging that there were, there's a lot of gender equity already in our industry um and in particular in latin america but one of the things that really stood out to me at that breakfast, and that I want to, as by way of introducing Merm to my audience, have you highlight, is that I think it was 13 or 15 or so, you'll tell us, uh, the number of founding members of, of Merm, but they're all or mostly at the executive and C-suite even level in their organization, which I thought was a, an extremely powerful message. And not only that, but circling me in that breakfast were some of the most powerful leaders in the renewable energy in industry in Mexico. Can you tell me a bit about the formation of MERM, why it exists, and what your goals are for it, and how it's incorporated and how it's growing? And I'd like to ask a few more. Obviously, we'll get in a little bit more of uh, one of the recent trips that you've made and some of the impact that you're having through MIRM. But let's start with the, with the beginning.
1: Well, everything has started um, as a uh, we found the need and the necessity to speak to, to each other as a woman. I lived a few years overseas and I learned that there were another groups in the world created by women. And also they were working in energy in other parts of the world. And it was nothing in Mexico or Latin America that made a network that we could connect. And so I started talking to every single woman that i found in events in the industry in meetings everywhere asking them about how they were feeling if they believed that there was a necessity or to build a group of networking the women in networking and then we we decided to start a gathering so we were making small meetings of what we should be doing if we wanted to keep a networking group or what we wanted to do. So we realized that at that time we were 17, very valuable ladies, very powerful indeed in many ways. Uh, I believe that the most powerful that they have is their hearts because they all wanted to, to work uh, with women, to wanted to push the agendas um, of the companies and everything to get a certain uh, visibility in the industry because all, everywhere we we went, the majority of the people were males, no? We were happy, but we wanted to to see more women. We wanted to make an inclusive compromise with males as well to work and collaborate together. So the idea started uh, just as a networking group And then we decided that we want to take it forward and we wanted to do something for the world. We wanted to push social initiatives, academic initiatives. We saw a necessity in our country to educate people in renewable energy technologies, to educate the new generation to get into these careers that are very attractive and propose a new idea of the world. We wanted to have the kids to have the knowledge of what is the powerful of the sun, what is the power of the of the wind. We wanted to people to to know about the benefits of renewable energy first and then as a woman we just got together and we started learning about these uh gender uh issues uh, and we 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 talk uh, between us on w- how would you feel where would you be feeling before or what is your situation inside your company how do you overcome certain challenges as a woman you reached this position and how was your path so it was an incredible experience Listening to every woman, talking to every single person that we found, and then we started creating this this large group of people that uh, we have the similar ideas of how to empower women in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So that was the first step. The second step, we wanted to have a voice. So we we decided that we we're gonna go to the to the formal route. So we created an association that was more to. To, 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 to push the agenda that I just mentioned. And we realize that we want everybody to know and recognize the career of various empowered uh, professionals that uh, have helped to develop projects mm-hmm. in Mexico. And also believe that uh, there that exists a very strong relationship between this sector and to promote the women labor in session in renewable energies. Uh, We started to research more and more and more, and we found that there were no figures. There were no um, research or anybody were, you know, just doing this in gender, in energy in Mexico. So Mm -hmm. we took the flag, and that's how we started to develop another idea that I'm going to tell you in a bit.
0: Patricia, I love that you very intentionally, in the beginning, took the time among one another to study what I might call the path of success. And there's no one path to success, but what I've heard through uh, the many conversations we've had about merm and, and I'm a self-professed uh, merm fan, uh, MIRM man, as we call them, and love what you're doing. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed seeing how you've highlighted the different career options, options and opportunities that might be available for women in university and in high school, even uh, and certainly those who are already actively working in industry or, or, or looking at transitioning into the energy sector because they see the opportunity of a lifetime, which is to have an impact on climate change, to have an impact on energy reform, to have a voice in a crowded room of egotistical men, to be able to shepherd change forward instead of letting it bounce off the walls of ego and anger, as we've seen in de- in the decades past. So what I really enjoy learning from you and hopefully we can some way transmute through this conversation is how uh, you've created this platform of formation. In many cases, both genders find it hard to find a mentor, but I think it's particularly difficult for women and particularly in, in a sector where engineering, uh, which is traditionally a male industry, uh, is, the, is the sort of stronghold and the strong suit for energy and, and, and particularly in Latin America. I've observed that it's difficult for women to find the vertical path in an organization right how do I progress from entering into an organization to getting into more and more positions of uh, increasing responsibility while being respected by male counterparts uh, while having finding and having a strong voice within the organization that is respected how have you gone about within merm creating an environment that allows women to see the possibility and to even Find open doors in other organizations. Transfer their, the skills of the more successful to the lesser successful or the not yet successful.
1: Well, first of all, we, we our vision was always inclusive. Uh, we, since the beginning, we work with men, with men, telling them our ideas. Mm. Uh, I personally receive a lot of uh, mentoring and coaching for men who had created associations before for CEOs also from the industry that have also grown companies and develop another business cases. So we certainly received uh, support also from males in the beginning. Our event that you mentioned that was uh, more a year ago, it was 50-50. We managed to get 60 people from um, 60 females and 60 males. Mm. It was an incredible response and uh, that was our phase vision we need to include men in this equation then we need to get together to get results so we need to have a mission we need to have a vision because it's not only to have a networking group of women talking about whatever we are talking about renewables and gender we need to get educated ourselves we need to build a group that knows and talks about gender in, with respect and the majority of the regulations and all new commitments. And we wanted to be informed of what we were talking about. We didn't want to take a leadership position without knowing what we were doing. We started to do workshops. We started talking to the same people in our company if they were part of any other groups if they were having any gender, gender issues. And then after that, well, we opened the group to more people that they wanted to, to belong to Merm. And this has been a slow process of how we get together first, the first initial uh, founders, finding the vision, finding the mission. And then after that, opening to to more people. No? It is key for us to to follow these principles to include men in the equation and also the academic institutions, for example, because we see that they are a key uh, in terms of founding more or creating more opportunities for new generations and show them the benefits of the what to work in renewables because it's not only for steam careers which is mm-hmm. very important to develop and this is part also of the agenda develop steam steam careers for girls that girls do not only think that they can do certain uh, studies that they, you can involve them in uh, engineering mathematics etc and also to show that us personally, as a, me, as a lawyer, another another members of MERM that are psychologists, that are biologists, they end up working in renewables without having previous studies. Uh, but they also build their career in another expertise. This is a business that requires fa- people that know law, financing, uh, engineering. Uh, many disciplines can be working in renewable energy. And as you say, Mexico now, uh, we are open to the world. We have a new energy reform. We need to be forward-thinking. We need to include uh, all the minorities in this equation because this is a way that we can progress and work together and push the renewable energy agenda, not only in Mexico, in the whole Latin America.
0: I got a quick question for you. Are you a manager running a solar sales team or an engineering team? Or maybe you're one of the engineers or salespeople on that team. And you, like many of my friends, are waiting days on end until the engineering team can get back with a design because they're frankly backlogged and they're the critical path. Hey, look, can we stop the madness already and empower the sales and engineering team with a true productivity and accuracy tool? It's called Helioscope. Now, I could tell you all about how DNVGL report shows reliability to within 1% of their common models. And well known banks like Wells Fargo accept Helioscope reports in place of PVSYS. But what you really need to know is that system design is no longer in the black box of engineers and CAD drawings. It is speeding up the sales process and quality for thousands of customers. 3D design, rapid proposals, bankable simulations even one-click sharing through energy Toolbase. the list goes on look head over to mysuncast.com and click on the helioscope banner on the homepage. and as a suncast listener you'll be given an extra 30 days to your free trial that's right 60 free days to see what helioscope can do for you and your sales team helioscope is fast easy and bankable so go ahead start a free trial get 30 days on me If you're enjoying Suncast and you'd like to have access not just to all the additional stuff I can't publish in the primary feed, but also the back channel of conversation, chat, webinars, and inner circle advisory that other solar warriors are enjoying, consider checking out the Suncast tribe. You can learn more at mysuncast.com forward slash member. Speaking of the whole of Latin America, you've recently expanded beyond the scope of simply the women in Mexico, and you've created MERL, which is for Latin America, M being for Mexico, M-E-R-L being for Mueres Energía Renovable Latin America, which you launched at a conference recently in Andrek, but you've been quite busy uh, throughout Latin America recently. Would you please tell us where you were just recently returning from, the invitation that you received from a quite well-known organization, and and your experience there and sort of roll that into expansion of MERM outside of Mexico, please?
1: Well, part of the project of MERM was first to enhance the visibility of the women that belong to our organization and the rest of the women that would be like to be part of that they, to show the achievements, to show the, 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 the work that we've been doing. That was part of the missions. MERM has been participating in forums and events as well of the private sector and academia. And we are uh, giving breakfast talks and workshops in different conferences that have helped us to uh, raise awareness. We, we were looking for partners in, in events, so they uh, kindly gave us a space to talk about the organization. And these two... To allow other women and other people in the sector to get to know what we were doing, because as a as an association, we have certain uh, missions which are volunteer and are non-profit. So uh, we wanted to, to 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 get the rest of the the industry to get to know us. So that was uh, part of uh, 2016 and 2018. Uh, We have uh, partnered with um, uh, many conferences. So as we have grown our social network activities, we have a newsletter, we have a a page in LinkedIn, which is quite active, which also our um, um, MERM team uh, built as a voluntary basis. We don't have staff in the association. So we are all the, the, the partners of the associations are the ones that working together. Uh, which is, I think, uh, very valuable from any other kind of organization because we are building our our own network ourselves. And that make us realize that there is also a lot of movement in the sector. The women that work in, like my case or any other case, I work in Argentina, I work in Colombia, I work in Chile, and my other colleagues t- as well uh, have been moving around. So we decided that it was going to be easier more effective if we build a platform that can connect all the women that are in Latin America with our network, Mm -hmm. Uh, because there are other groups that we're helping to start growing. Uh, And in Colombia, we just, uh, release, uh, Merl and Colombia is going to start building the group. I believe uh, Argentina is also building a group and uh, also Chile is quite active, uh, but uh, we haven't uh, touched base uh, as much yet. It's, it's a slowly, slowly process, but the, the, the network is already created and it will be an interactive uh, platform that you can connect. And also if there is a forum or an event that you can let's say, put your CV there, and if it's an event in Paraguay or in any other country, we can have alliance, MERMs uh, or MERLs in another country that we can call and then also to to guarantee the presence of women in in a Conference. This is one of the projects of MERM and MERL, and it has been very successful. So we uh, invite every conference product, production and to invite through the platform because it's going to be very helpful and easy uh, to enhance the presence of women. And on the other hand, what uh, also the associations in the beginning, we have very, very clear focus that we wanted to partner with very key partners. We partner and uh, our idea was to partner with key partners in order to, to grow the the, 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 the the presence that we wanted to have. So at, at this stage, uh, I was invited to participate as a Mexican delegate for the W20 network of uh, the G20, which is a group of women of the G20 that emit recommendations uh, through the network. Uh, It's a group of network group of women from very various disciplines around the globe, around the world. Mm -hmm. That women, very inspiring women that have created programs and projects and have helped lots of women in the world and they are focusing in for topics one is inclusion of women the rural woman because it's a really serious issue in latin america that a rural woman has a, a lot of needs in regards to infrastructure in regards to labor inclusion access to finance so we wanted to to put this in the agenda for next year mm-hmm. and this, this has been the recommendation has been this year so another of the topics which is very important is inclusion of the financial, inclusion uh, in women in the financial, so women can have access to credit and also an understanding of finance because uh, most of the women uh, in rural areas or in the world don't know how to ask for that. So that it's going to improve the entrepreneurship and you know uh, that women has more access to, to be independent in the financial aspects. And the other of the angles is the labor Inclusion through the working sessions, we understood and analyzed the situation of women and in, in work. So we asking the G20 leaders to uh, allow programs to have care for kids when women is working, to allow women to have uh, certain hours to have uh, access accessibility to social health services, and also um, we are fighting the violence against any sort of a violence or discrimination in work. No, this is another of the areas. The final uh, conclusion was, I mentioned rural financial is the digital inclusion of women and also the protection of women in the internet. So yeah. there are four topics that for through the year, many interesting and very many institutions like I cannot mention how many, but it was incredible. So we, we participated in this platform. And uh, last week was the final summit when we got together and we put together a, a communique that was given in hand to the President Macri in Argentina that was going to pass a message to the G20 uh, Sherpas, leaders of, uh, around the world. So we hope that these recommendations get heard to continue in the mission and work that we are doing. Argentina is the first South American country presides over the G20, yeah? So we brought together more than 20 economies, uh, in this summit, the aim is to continue sustaining the development of these key topics. W twenty presidencies, so we believe that also energy is a strategic partner to the W twenty. We need to push more uh, the inclusion of women in in the rural areas, through also have access to energy, and this is also uh, the sustainable development goals for other regulations that are around that will allow to make this world more sustainable. That's why it's a correlation and a very important ito for the association to participate because we are helping raise their voices uh, into these serious uh, summits which allow the the association to network also with women that empower women around the world and we are getting a lot of lessons from them in order to do it
0: in energy. I love that you had the opportunity so first of all congratulations to be invited by the G20 to participate as a delegate of Mexico uh, is a huge honor uh, not just for you personally but also in recognition of the work that Merm has accomplished and the impact that you're having in the the discourse, the dialogue around inclusion and empowerment of women and leveling up really the, the notion of gender equity at large, it highlights that how intentional the global community is being as well at giving voice to and creating a, a space for the learning that's happening around the world. Do you have any particular takeaways from friends that you've made through that event uh, that you're bringing back? to murmur as ideas for Mexico and Latin America at large?
1: Yeah, it was very motivating. Uh, first of all, the friendship. Now that we, we built a network through friendship and it is incredible the way that women can help each other when you have a true, a true goal, help another woman. It's just not about any other intention. So it was very motivating to see that there are very big projects that they, I met women that have impacted millions of women. And when we think about renewables and the, the people that we have impacted in the country, it's incredible to see the dimension of the possibilities of the possibilities that we all have in this industry, and also the good benefits that renewable energy is making to the world, that they are considering us in a very key agenda. We have to to help to the, to the other women that are fighting and other issues mm-hmm. to get there because it's, it's a possibility.
0: You mentioned that you have no staff. It's impressive not only that you can pull together uh, the number of activities and the meetings that you guys are chairing and leading, but how are you funding this activity? I say this as a way for others who are listening who might be thinking themselves, boy, really could use this in, what do I know, Bangladesh or Ireland or or wherever they're sitting, uh, maybe even here in the United States. But how are you guys funding it? How's it being organized? How do you uh, intend to provide sustainability for this moving forward?
1: The association is being funded by the members. Our participation is individual the members have the possibility of putting down some fees last year and we're going to do it the same this year. We're waiting and we're hoping that this association increase the participation of other companies that also would like to help as a donation for the organization. We are habilitating the platform and you're going to be able to have a certain uh, access to many things like our newsletter, a special discounts for events, mm-hmm. uh, also to participate in our networking groups and it is going to be uh, with a minimum charge because we are no profit so we are hoping to to partner with other groups. To, in order to get uh, funding for the association. And this is the, the next step, No, how we're going to take this in the next level. We heard now already for some companies that would like to sponsor our work. We haven't started, but I think there is an interest from the industry to also to help us. We want the companies to get uh, this uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. We don't want... To do marketing for companies, right. we want to we want companies to commit with projects, with social projects, with academic projects, and this is the mission of MERM. I to see. Encourage them to link between contacts, to to pay, to press agendas, to to cap, to uh, habilitate and to to train people inside the companies in order to attend these gender issues. But we definitely that will be have great support if we put together a program or a project a is already sponsored like we did we did with, uh, with a the project yeah with the breakfast we did also with the video we we produced a video which is how to build a solar project from scratch mm-hmm. and that was sponsored by some companies and also we are doing another one for wind and that's Gonna be also a sponsor for for another company, so we want them to get involved. We just don't want just uh, to brand them
0: because of the sake of it. I think it is a great primer for anyone out there who's listening and would like to know how to build a solar project from scratch. I will link to that video. Be sure to show it in the in the blog and the show notes for this episode. Where else might folks find out more about merm How could they join? If there is a young lady from another country who would like to learn how to do this, uh, where they are, how could they reach you? Where could they find more about MERM?
1: You can find us in LinkedIn. We have a very good networking LinkedIn, which is Mujeres en Energía Renovable Latinoamérica. And also we have a page there, Mujeres en Energía Renovable Latinoamérica y Mujeres en Energía Renovable México. You can also join us uh, through our platform, Merl, which is www.merm.com. X.org is mermx.org and also you can connect through us by email which is info at mermx.org
0: very good very good well patricia i'm sure there will be those who uh want to reach out to you so thank you for sharing the email as well are you guys on twitter by any chance we
1: are not in twitter but we no. will very soon
0: Okay. Well, Twitter coming soon. Patricia Tato, the president and co-founder of Merm and the partner and director of Ata Renewables. It is a pleasure to have you on Suncast. It's exciting to see all the things that you all are doing to elevate the game for us all in the energy industry and in particular in Latin America. Thank you.
1: No, thank you and thank to all that we cannot do this work on our own. We need to work together and uh, to every Solar Warrior that is out there, uh, we uh, invite us to join us to, uh, on our social network. Thank you so much.
0: Alright Solar Warriors, I hope that you enjoyed that and that Patty's initiative and in success at least inspires you to get out there and put your plans into action. I'm grateful for Patty sharing her experience with us. So thanks again, Patty, for joining us on Suncast. I encourage everybody to check out what MERM, Mujeres en Energía Renovable en Mexico, is up to. Be sure to check out the show notes for this and every other episode over at the blog at mysuncast.com. And while you're there, you can check out the backlog of over 120 other episodes. You can learn more about our Suncast tribe. For now, here's a little snippet from the next episode.
1: So that the business grew and it was very nice. And then, you know, the we, week I told you we got acquired, I went
0: to International Power. Tune in Thursday for the full episode of that conversation with the CEO of BMR Energy, Mr. Bruce Levy, who will be a featured guest and speaker at that craft conference that I've been telling you about next week in Miami. If you're headed down there, do hit me up and let's meet face to face. And if you're still on the fence about attending CREF, you can use the code SUNCAST and get 15% off registration. But act fast because it is next week. Hope to see you there. To all my current tribe members, you rock. And I am really eternally grateful for your patronage. You make SUNCAST better. I hope to see some of you down in Miami. You can join them. Just go to mysuncast.com forward slash member. I look forward to formally welcoming you into the tribe as well, my friend. And thanks again for showing up. It's half the battle.